What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my daily audio diary made public for the world, where I talk about the biggest moments, thoughts, wins, and losses behind the scenes at Morning Brew. As always, I am joined by Josh Kaplan, my co-pilot of the show. And today, we're getting a little bit uh, theoretical, but I think it's going to be a fun little shortcut for you to think about your work and um, how you can be a better professional. Let's hop into it. Conceptual. Are you a philosopher now? Where, where are we going? I'm, I'm a philosophizer. Does that make you a think boy or a thought boy? I don't know what the right word is. Would you agree that this is a little bit more think boyish or conceptual? I, I think so. Right, so draw it out. Why is this coming to your mind? Okay. Like, painting this like mental graph that we're about to put out into the world. Yeah, so let's do it. So I'm going to share my screen, which we haven't done before. So let's see if this works. For everyone who's listening to the podcast after recording, don't worry about seeing the visual. We're going to explain this out loud so you can visualize it for yourself. So I'm not sure why this topic came up in my mind today, but it was something that I've thought about over the years as a professional, where I personally find for myself that Sometimes because I like to be as open-minded as possible to hear other people's opinions, I try to be empathetic and understanding people's points of view given the context that they're sitting in, that I, I find it sometimes difficult to have really strongly held beliefs. And I, I've kind of wrestled with this over the years. How do I have really strong opinions and strongly held beliefs about the media industry, the world, entrepreneurship, while also having an appreciation and openness to other people's opinions. Because over the years, what I've found is that when you work around really smart people, you start to find that you don't, at least I don't find that a lot of opinions are wrong. Like there are very few opinions that I believe are flat out wrong. I actually think most opinions that I hear from people on our team or other entrepreneurs are generally right or not even right, but logical given the context they're in. And so I think it, it becomes difficult to form strongly held views when you hear differing opinions that are at odds with one another, but in their independent context make a lot of sense. And so that was kind of the foundation for this conversation. And so we started talking through this and basically thinking through kind of what, are, what is the matrix of being opinionated while also being open-minded. And then Josh, you came up with the great idea of drawing something out. So I, I want to talk through this for everyone to be able to visualize. Imagine you have a grid a two by two grid. On the x axis is open mindedness. And on the y axis is opinionated. So there are four possible options for you as a professional. I'm going to start for a second. Top right. Top right is high open mindedness and high opinionation. To me, this is like the A plus place to be. This means you have the ability to understand the perspective of others, to put yourself in the shoes of others, to understand their context, to understand why they have different views of the world, but still find a way to feel conviction, a high level of conviction in your beliefs after sifting through what you think about everyone else's position and having an open-mindedness towards it. Like to me, you've hit the professional decision lottery and empathy lottery if you're in this top right. Moving to the top left, this is where you have low open-mindedness and high opinionation. So one could argue that this is good from an external perspective because I believe externally the public values 
highly opinionated people. Uh, so people think about it on social media or on TV in the world that call shots that like like Babe Ruth point to the outfield and say, this is where the ball is going. People value that in professionals. They call them visionaries. They say they have a clear sense of direction. But the problem with top left where you have low open-mindedness is one, it could be very frustrating to work with you if people feel like you don't hear them out, you don't value their opinion. But also you could have blind spots in your decision where even if you have a strongly held view, you may end up not seeing that view come to fruition because you don't understand all the possible ways which something can play out. Let's move down to the left. This is the worst place to be. This is low open-mindedness, low opinionation. So this is someone who you're not willing to hear other people's perspectives and you don't form a high conviction view of the world. I believe it is hard to be a successful professional if you are both unopinionated or don't have strong conviction and you don't listen to other people's points of views. And then the final one, bottom right, is high open-mindedness and low opinionation. And to be honest, this is where if I am not you know, feeling like I'm in the top right of the matrix, I feel like I spend some time in the bottom right. I feel like I am open-minded. I feel like that is one of my strengths to be empathic and to understand people's perspectives and understand why their the the context they sit in makes their view of the world make sense. But I think it oftentimes makes it difficult for me to form strongly held views because I understand how four or five views around the same topic could be the right view. And so I think for everyone who's listening, this is so industry agnostic. I think it's a really good exercise for you to think about where on this matrix you sit and based on where you sit, what actions can you take to work your way to the top right, which is being both open-minded, but also being high opinionated, which means you have conviction, but you have conviction in an empathic or empathetic way. Josh, what do you think? I think it's an interesting way to draw it out. I think it's a it's a good exercise to think about where you are on the chart. And where I, do you think you are? I think I'm actually becoming more opinionated as I mature and get older. But I, I think for a while I would have put myself in the bottom right, where I, I'm open minded. I'm just soaking up as much as I can, and then being like, "All right, that's probably the right decision." But now, as I spend more time in like one place, like as I specialize in like the podcast multimedia stuff, I definitely am having more conviction and that might be moving me in a different direction. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'm becoming less open-minded. Yeah. So again, this is something that I think actually for any professional, it's good to take stock of over the course of your career. Where do you sit in this matrix? I know for myself, I'm always looking for ways to move from the bottom right to the top right. So from high open-mindedness and low opinionation to high open-mindedness and high opinionation. And I think one of the ways I need to do that is actually set aside the time to write down all of the, like, let, let's say hypothetically, someone's question for me was, where is the paid subscription p- business going in media? So I, th- I think there could be a lot of views around where paid subscriptions are going. You know, one person's view could be that every company is adding a paywall in media, and there are going to be a lot of companies that fail. It could be another person's view that there's overhype around paid subscriptions and actually advertise based media businesses are allow are what allow democratization of content to exist on the internet. And that's actually a better model than paid subscriptions. And there could be four or five other views. I think I am strong at understanding those views. And I think in order for me to pick the view that uh, makes sense for where I believe the puck is going, you know, 
are paid subscriptions and media a fad? Is it going to continue to be a thing? How should we think about it? I think it, it takes time and being intentional about setting aside the time to look at all these different options. And at least for myself, almost force myself to have conviction. Like I think the act of taking a position is knowing that because you're, <laughs> you're thinking about the future, you don't know if you're going to be right. But at least the one that if you had to put your chips on one of these options today and force yourself to do it, what would you do? I think it is important to set aside the time to force yourself to make that decision and put your chips on one of the numbers. I think you can start with the question and try and answer it, or you can also do an exercise where you write just the headline of different blog posts and say like, all right, like if you had to write something tomorrow, yep. what would be your, what would be your statement? And I think yeah. it would be like, all right, can you form opinions? Yeah. I, I kind of love these like force functions where it's, you have to write, you have to write an essay around where paid subscriptions and media are going, or you have, you have to have a debate with someone and you can take one side of the debate. I think by force functioning yourself into given topics, it will force you to kind of consolidate from bottom right of having open-mindedness and being the sponge of many different opinions to deciding which opinion is the one, what, it, what is the horse in the race that you want to put your money on. Cool. Well. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Founders Journal. As always, for everyone who's listening, I would actually love to hear from you. Where do you believe you sit on this matrix? And how are you going to work your way to the high open-mindedness, high opinionated part of the grid? Uh, my email is alex at morningbrew.com. I answer every one of my listeners. I would love to chat with you. And for everyone who's listening to the show, if you could, uh, in, in the Apple Podcast app, uh, subscribe as well as leave a review. That would mean the world to me. It will allow us to be uh, discovered by many more listeners. As always, thank you for listening to the show. We will catch you tomorrow. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Take it easy, everyone. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.